0: Another game against a relegation side and more drop points for Tottenham Hotspur. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the United Spurs of America podcast. Your co-host here, Michael Ramirez, joined by Jacob Walraven. 2-2 hey. um, draw against Newcastle Jacob. Um, obviously a very, very disappointing result, in my opinion. Um, I know you'll, you'll, you'll get into it in a little bit, but um, you, you have to feel like it's a missed opportunity, man. Um, a chance to go into fourth place. Um, possibly have a Champions League spot already um, and have a better position to finish in the league. Um, But you got to feel like it's a wasted opportunity.
1: Highly disappointing, highly disappointing result that we faced. Um, I thought we showed a lot of promises. I thought um, there was a lot, a lot going on there in the first three minutes of the game. Uh, It was kind of back and forth, kind of showed me that um, this was going to be one of those games where they weren't going to back down essentially they were they're fighting to get away from relegation and I think that was huge I, I'm highly disappointed because if you remember on the last show um, I was highly recommending that we go with Rodon and uh, yep. and, and Tanganga. Tanganga again that, that was a, a lineup that I was actually very excited for uh, unfortunately they both had questionable performances showed their lack of experience essentially yep. um, I think Rodon uh was facing a little bit of uh or Joe Roden, excuse me. I think he was facing a little bit of fatigue. He had just played three international games. Uh if you see that, you know, there was some people left off of the squad because of the same exact thing, but he's a little younger. So I felt like he could bounce back and it's highly unfortunate. Um one bright spot it was the 51st appearance for Hoybier. I thought yep. that that you know what a man general, who fights
0: for the badge. What a guy. What a man. Man who fights for the badge for sure. Um
1: but yeah, back to the Newcastle game. I just thought uh, early on we showed a lack of confidence in the back line. Sanchez especially. Um, Tanganga wasn't really able to move forward offensively, and I think because in you know the left side of his brain he's thinking I, I need to help out Sanchez because he was showing a lot of mistakes. I see in the third minute um, he turned it over, and Hugo had to make a save. Sure. Uh, it was a very weak shot, but. It just showed me that hey, this is three minutes in the game, we're
0: already making mistakes. Um, and then eventually, you know, a Sanchez mistake led to the first goal of the game for Newcastle. And what's new? You, what else? You got, dude, it's just—it's so frustrating, man. Just clear the ball. I don't care if it goes out of bounds. I don't care if you keep it in. Why would you clear it that low? I don't know if he meant to clear it like a line drive instead of just clearing the ball and trying to get it out of the, out of the out of out of our half. But oh my God, man, it was just such poor defending, such a poor clearance from Davinson Sanchez. And you just gotta, it's a head, it's another head scratcher, man. And I feel like we've had so many of these head scratchers from him this season. It, it's just night and day, the comparison between his first season when he joined Tottenham in 2018 to now. Yeah. It, it's ridiculous, man. You can't keep making mistakes against Premier League sides, Premier League sides, excuse me. Um, you know, even. I, I get Newcastle's a relegation team. Like they are in a relegation battle right now. But I think we, we alluded to this in the last podcast. There are no easy games in the Premier League. And we've learned that. We've literally learned that this season as Tottenham supporters. The games against Fulham, uh, Brighton, you know, your teams that you expect to beat were collapsing. Right. It's right. ridiculous. And it all started with that terrible mistake from Sanchez, which, by the way, um, received racist abuse online. Um, from some of our supporters, uh, just want to get out of the way that you know we're fully supportive of, of Davinson Sanchez and and definitely don't condone um, racism at all on this podcast. Absolutely, um, I mean it's
1: one thing to critique the man's performance on the field; it's another to critique the way a human looks. And it's just ridiculous, man. The Especially the day- after
0: the game, it's like really, and we need this also. We really need some racism amongst there's, our supporters there's
1: toxic energy uh, amongst the fan base and i think it just shows a lack of maturity it could just be some young kids being stupid online and whatever it is it's inexcusable and i support davidson sanchez to me it makes me want the opposite of what the, the actual fan of me wants for the guy. I, I do think he's a liability when it comes to our defense, um, but, but it's no excuse. It's no it's, excuse. It's no right. excuse. Right. And I think that that goes without saying, I don't think we need to spend too much time uh, for sure. fighting a fight that has been fought for so long. I'm, I mean, I'm happy to make that fight, but at the end of the day, this shouldn't be happening. For um, sure. The, the, the motto is no room for racism. Um, I've, my best friend, since I was a kid, he's, he, he's Indian. I mean, I've never saw racism as, as a, <clears throat> as a real thing. And it's unfortunate that it still occurs to this day. I think it just shows um, the, the worst side of, of humanity. And, and to me, I think football is also about a lot of the great things that we as humans can accomplish. Um, For so sure, man. it's, it's, it's uh, disappointing I'm disappointed to hear that our fans were like that. Maybe they weren't even our fans. I like to think that they weren't our fans because I like to believe a true Tottenham fan would never racially abuse someone based on their performance on the field. Yes, he had a very questionable performance with mistakes. Do you think abusing this man is going to help him moving forward? I don't. I personally think that you're just making his life harder. And you think that just because he's a professional footballer that, oh, he should he gets paid millions, therefore he can accept this abuse. And at the end of the day, man, we're all human, and that that to me is just unacceptable. So,
0: for sure, um, man. Um, we, met, we mentioned the questionable performances of Davinson Sanchez, um, but you you have to give credit to I think only Joe Joe Roden really in that game. I, I mean, he he had a little bit of a mixed bag of a performance, but uh, Regulon Reggie wasn't to the back line. Yeah, back line, right? man. Okay. Back line was poor once again. Um, Even Reggie uh, last game was not great, man. He had I mean, some, he's coming he had back a from few injury. turnovers. He looks, um,
1: I, I would say that. Yeah. I mean, Ben Davies wouldn't, it was poor, better. man. Ben Davies oh, I know. I know. I, I,
0: I, I, am not, and that's not what I'm saying. I'm just yeah. saying that it's just unacceptable, man. Another poor performance from the back line Um, and another missed opportunity from the, from the squad. Um, you know, we've we've mentioned some of some of the the questionable and, and poor performances from some of our players, but um let's do get into our man of man of the match from the game. Um Jacob, we'll start off with you. Uh who's uh, your man of the match from this Newcastle game? Two-two draw.
1: I mean, I think you got to give it to the man who put the points on the board, and that's Harry Kane. Um yep. his goal, he became the premier leader. Um I think that that's big. He also I think it was joint eighth all time in Premier yep. League scoring.
0: I mean yep. He just tied Jermaine Defoe, highly. former Tottenham striker, as well for uh, 162 goals scored in the Premier League. He's now oh, he, he now is under the 100 goal threshold for how many he needs to catch up to Alan Shearer, who had who is in first place with 260 goals.
1: Oh, that's so big Harry time. Kane's
0: got 162. If he stays in the Premier League his entire career, man, he's smashing that record. No doubt. If he doubt. stays with Tottenham but, his entire career, we're bringing the trophy, baby. Hopefully, man. Hopefully. Um, so you're, you you did allude to it during your, uh, your man of the match spiel, but now he is the sole leader in the golden boot race with 19 goals, 13 assists in the Premier League as well. That is also the most in the Premier League this season. Jacob, this man is a machine. He is also my man of the match um, player as well. He, he is my man of the match. Um, it's just ridiculous, man. This guy keeps scoring and it just feels like it it sometimes feels like he is single handedly carrying this team to some of these results, and I would say his first goal obviously was a little lucky, a little fortunate to bounce right in front of his feet. But oh my god, that second goal—that's
1: just a matter. Filthy of,
0: man, oh, filthy! Oh my god, that
1: through ball from Tongi and Dombele was 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 something <sighs> to be seen. I mean, sexy. That's what gives me hope, right? I think all we can do with this result is move forward. We can't look back, and and for me, that gives me hope that there's you know. Yes, and Dombalay is paying, playing a little further back um, than I think a lot of people like to see, but he still showed that offensive creativity. And and I think um, you know, when you have a healthy Hyungman son, you have a healthy Kane and a healthy Tongi and Domblet. That's that's a pretty it's a good foundation for your offensive attack. And and yes, we had higher hopes for Bale. That doesn't mean he can't. I have high hopes for Steven Bergvine. Um, during the live stream I was a part of uh, with the Spurs web, which by the way, thank you guys. Um,
0: yeah. Shout out to the Spurs web for having Jacob on their podcast, their live reaction pod. Big um, shout out. The Newcastle but... match And great job, by the way, Jacob, you, oh, uh, you represented USA very well.
1: It was quite early in the morning, but uh, it was, it was definitely my pleasure to chat with those guys. It was a fun conversation and, you know, look forward to either doing it again with them. Maybe we could have them on the show. Um, for but, sure. But, but, but one of the things that uh, was a common a common theme with the comments we were receiving um, aside from, you know, Sanchez and, and Jose yeah. Mourinho was uh, when I brought up Steven Bergvine, you know, quite a few people were, were not agreeing with me. Um, but again, I just think <clears throat> we have a chance at uh, a, a good, solid offensive attack. I think with Lacelso coming back, he showed great ability there on the first Kane goal. Um, yes, it was a matter of Kane just being um, the machine and the tank that he is just plowing through those people. The ball pops to your feet. Hey, I mean, a goal's a goal, whether it's a chip in, whether it's a curler. I don't care. Harry Kane, that is my man of the match. He's got to be uh, doing that for us every game. It's unfortunate that, you know, when Hyungmin Song came in in the second half that um, he, he wasn't able to uh, make the huge difference. Could we blame Lamella on that? I think so. I think if Lamella didn't definitely made uh, the wrong decision, played a better opinion. ball there. Uh, I, I think he got caught in between two thoughts and before he knew it, he had to make a decision. Luckily, Harry Kane, again, the machine he is, was running down the field. Unfortunately we didn't capitalize on that opportunity, Yeah, but I think he, if that's Tongi and Dombele or Giovanni Lo Celso, he plays that ball in the sun a little bit sooner and yeah. then we get a, you know, left footed curler from Sun, And this is a three, one ball game and we're not looking at a tie, but uh, for me, um, I, I just think if Kane can maintain what he does and we support him with a couple more uh, players that like a healthy young Sun, son. And um, I, I think there's no reason that we can't continue to be the offense that we've shown. Cause I mean, look at the numbers, right? You just showed Harry yep. Kane is leading the league in goals. And, and assists. Also, and assists and human sons also in the top, I think seven or eight in premier league assists if I'm not. So to me, that shows that, Hey, we can do this. We were top yeah. of the league, baby. I know it feels like forever ago. And I know people listening might think, uh, you know, you're living in the past or you're, you're remaining too positive. Um, that I just have hope. I'm a positive guy and seeing us at the top of the league at any point in the season is going to tell me that we can do it. And I refuse to believe otherwise until mathematically we can't, but top four is still a chance. So, you know, moving forward, I don't think we can um, dwell too much on this, this result. We have to, we have a huge match coming up on Sunday uh, with Manchester yep. United, um, which there's a match that's before Manchester United between Leicester and West Ham that I think is uh, just as big of a result um, concerning our top four chances. Yep. Um so yeah, Sunday's going to be a big day, uh, big
0: day, big day. You already, uh, you, you alluded that, um, you know, Eric Lamella did come on. I thought in my opinion, I thought, I thought he was decent, man. He made a decent impact on the game. Um, not too life. shabby. The the one player that was pretty invisible, man, other than son coming on. Um, I'm not going to blame the loss too much on son, but uh, once again, man, another dud by Lucas Mora, another dud of a performance from Lucas Mora and once again, what position was he playing, man, when he had a dud on the wing? I'm telling you, if you are going to start this man, <laughs> play him in the middle of the pitch at the number 10, at the number 10, not on the wing. This man is so inconsistent on that wing. So inconsistent, man. Another, another, another dead of a performance. It's, it's, that's what it was. It's ridiculous, man. Like, I don't understand why you can't have either Eric Lamella there from the get-go in the 11 or, or Steven, Steven Bergwein or Bale? Like you, you have Gareth Bale on the bench and you choose to go with Lucas Mora. I don't understand, man, but it is what it is. Lucas Mora invisible on the wing. Um, do you have much else to add Jacob?
1: Um, it's highly unfortunate uh, for Lucas Mora. I thought the that theme, was a the very... theme of today's pod. The theme, yes, the theme of Easter Sunday, 2021, highly unfortunate. Um, But I I just think, you know, we're we're raving about his performance in the Villa game, and it's just, you know, I think what you said, you hit the nail on the head. Uh, We kind of called it last pod. I don't want to be too um, braggadocious, but we did say you put him out there on the wing. The man seems to disappear, and I I don't have him much in my notes um, other than a few high-energy plays.
0: Yeah. So you know, but do you know what you're going to get from Lucas? You're going to get a guy who's going to run around as fast as he can for 90 minutes and, or until he gets pulled off. And then that's about it. That's, and that's on this. his bad days.
1: Let me ask you this. And, and then we'll try to hopefully move on to something a little more positive. Um, what did you think? Second game in a row, two strikers. I thought Vinicius did one heck of a job. I thought he did a lot more out there than a lot of other players did or could have done um, in a similar role. So I, I I liked what I saw. Was it enough? Maybe not. But he did, in the first half, have a few balls to, you know, Jew. He had one to um, to Kane early on that just Kane couldn't put on target. And yeah. And so, to me, th- th- there's hope still there with our uh, backup striker. Now am I as high on the, the two-center forward formation? Not so much. Um, I think I was a little happier about it after the Villa game. But yeah, I, what are your thoughts
0: on how that went? Honestly, man, um, I, I think this is where we're going to have our first disagreement on the pod. I, I didn't think he had that good of a game, to be honest. Um, he really didn't have that much of an impact. He had a few touches here and there, and that was about it. Um, yeah. I, look, I, I like Vinny. I, I really do. I think he's a solid backup striker. I think there's not many other uh, backup strikers who are better in the Premier League. That being said we have high expectations for him, man. Like if you're going to come in and play in the, in in the Tottenham Hotspur starting 11, you got to bring your a game. Yeah. I I just didn't think he, he, he brought his a game um, against Newcastle. I I liked him in via um, Mm. Aston Villa. Excuse me. Um, I do agree with you on that point, but I don't know, man, I I wasn't really, I I didn't really like it. um, Last game. Like I said, Villa, the Villa performance was fine from Vinny. Obviously he got his goal, but um yeah man I, I wasn't a fan against newcastle i thought okay. he could have brought a lot more um to the table and honestly i had predicted that he was going to get subbed off at halftime and i even said you got to bring on sun for for Vinicius because he's he's just not producing out there we ended up bringing on sun didn't really make much of a difference it is what it is um but hey Los Soso also an belly started again together that was a i thought that was a pretty good bright spot i thought they played pretty well i didn't think um there was there was too much to complain about um, on that front. Um, I thought Los Celso adds obviously that creativity. We saw the endom, the endom long schlong ball to Harry Kane. <laughs> hey. You already
1: know, baby. That's why we call him. Hey, I mean, excuse my French, um, but endom thick cock. I mean, endom yes, big sir. dick. I don't know what you want to call him. But <laughs> you you
0: man- can call him whatever you want. Endom bad boy. Endom daddy. I don't care, bro. Hey. As long as that goal, as as long as that guy is slinging in those balls like that. Playing through Harry Kane for him to smash it home. I have a note here. I have and no everyone wants to with talk it. about
1: his fitness. They want to talk about his his longevity for 90 minutes. And minute, the 90. He played 90 again. Yeah. In the 91st minute, he, there was an insane dribble through the entire midfield. I mean, he he just made two people's families be highly embarrassed for what he did to them in the 91st minute. Yep. Did it lead to a goal? No, we didn't capitalize. But at the end of the day, tongue and donbley i mean his ball skills warrant such and do baller praise. baby and yes.
0: baller i mean
1: that that man it goes without saying i also have here i just saw this the 92nd 90 sec, 90 92nd minute a lamella shot wide i believe that was also pretty was bad. that the side netting that was the yeah, side netting shot the oh side netting God. highly unfortunate
0: that was very unfortunate um while we're on the starting 11, uh, another start for Tanganga, second straight start. There were actually no changes from the Aston Villa game. Um, and honestly, I was okay with it. At, like b- before, obviously, we we saw what we saw from the 11. I actually thought they were de- it was a decent 11 from Aston Villa. I wasn't upset about it, man. What about you? I was excited to see Tanganga at the right back position. Um, Joe Roden had been playing pretty well. Reggie was back in the 11 as well. And then we already talked about that. That midfield with Los Celso and and Bele, but um you know I thought I actually liked the 11 before we saw what we saw and then you, we all know we're, we're Tanganga appreciators on the pod
1: of course we are big Tanganga guys Tanganga season is all yes, season long baby um but I do agree um his performance I think suffered uh due to the fact that he was covering Sanchez a lot I think to be fair to Matt Daugherty, which I seldom bring him up. Why Why are we bringing him up in
0: this podcast? I apologize. Again? Um, But anyway, the,
1: you know, I don't we think it did him any favors. We must not speak his right. name yeah. unless we
0: are we absolutely need to.
1: <laughs> well, my point being, the right back position, I think, at Tottenham Hotspur, when you have either Sanchez or Dyer that you have to compensate for, I think it makes a right back's position hard. Mm-hmm. Um, But I think for the jobs I was asked, he – I didn't see any mistakes in and around the box. I think that's something that Serge Aurier would have given us. um, Yeah. Had he been in that position. So again, I think a decent performance. I know a lot of people were kind of hard on the guy, but I say, give him a break. He's covering for Sanchez. Yeah. Um, I think he's the best right back option we have at this point. Um, Maybe, maybe you make him a center back. Pair him with Joe Rodon for the rest of the season. Jose Mourinho uh, let- did
0: say he wants to d- keep developing him at right back. So who knows? Maybe we have our f- our, our right back of the future. Yeah, either way, bro. Playing at center back. Who's Jose? Jose. Sorry. Jose. Yeah, hey, to, He told you on the but, prime uh, dot. But bro, like center back or right back, you just got to put him into the 11 at this point. Um, I mean, he's got more to give offer him the than minutes, anyone. Get, give him the minutes. I I still have a theory that we're going to sell Aurier and Daugherty in in the summer. Um, and I think we're going to bring in a new right back, but we'll see, man. We'll see. Not against um, any, it. Any, any final thoughts on Newcastle though, on the Newcastle performance? I, I kind of want to get, get I'll over it. We wash now. our hands with it and move Let's forward.
1: It's all we can do. Wash them with me. Wash hey, your hands. I'm pure Ellen right now.
0: There it is. I don't know if you can, you can't hear that. If
1: you're just listening,
0: <laughs> I'm pure Ellen. <laughs> hey, but man, United up next on Sunday, we already kind of alluded to it earlier in the Big pod, game. but yeah. Obviously the 6-1 thrashing um back in 2020 was was awesome to see. Um it was one of the most satisfying, I think, performances that I've ever seen out of uh out of Tottenham Hotspur. But I feel like it's a much different Man United team that we're gonna be walking in, um, walking into and facing uh this upcoming Sunday, man. But um what, what are some of your players to watch this week for Tottenham? I mean, obviously um, we have we have King Kane, but I is, think is King there anyone Kane else and
1: huge Hyung Min son, I think uh, now that he's
0: fully fit that braces last game against United, by the way, I'm the six one thrashing wel-
1: welcoming of that. Um, I like the idea of even LaMelo, uh, L- LaMelo. Yes, sir. LaMelo ball. No, no, no. <laughs> this ain't no NBA talk. No, Lamella. I'm not opposed to him starting. I love the shit house. Mm-hmm. Let's get it started right at the kickoff.
0: That's or bail, to... man. I would say either Lamella or bail. Sh- I'm gotta saying gotta pick your front. One, I'm saying front
1: three. I'm going Kane son and Bale. Okay, okay, that's my front three. Behind that, I'm going with Lamella and Tongi and Dombele, Pierre Miohoybier. And then obviously, I'm going to go Reggian. We don't have any other left back. Yep. Um, I think you can wash away his performance. Um, at the center, I would take uh, Toby and Joe. I'll take those at the center back. Give me Tangenga
0: out there on the right again. Um, and then our father, who art in goal, hallowed okay. be thy name. Hugo Lloris, in yes, his sir. name, we pray. In for... his name, we pray for a clean sheet against Man United. Man, I haven't – I feel like I haven't – I know we just saw a clean sheet a few games ago, but it just still, still feels like forever if we go a period of time without a clean sheet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's hard to
1: believe that I think we're, like, in the top eight of clean sheets, which – I mean, I think it's been a crazy Premier League season. So it it's a little, little little bit hard to believe into that stat, but um, – You know, I think he had a really good game despite the scoreline. I thought he had a really good game against Newcastle. I think if he can give us a similar performance against Manchester United, I think he at least offers us a chance that maybe we can do something similar. Um, Will it be perfect? Probably not. Yeah. Um, But no Spurs game is, uh, as we know. So for me... um, I I would like the shit house to start immediately, whether that's Lamella or whoever, but whoever whoever does the shit housing, it has to be us. We have to start it. Send off one of their top players again. I'd love to see it. Um, but I, I do think that we'll skew our 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 expectations a little just because um of that thrashing we gave them earlier in the year. They're probably yeah. gonna wanna give us some of that back. Um but do I think we're going to finish higher than them this season? Unfortunately, no, it pains me to say, Um, but I think this is a great chance for us to get out on the front foot of the schedule. Um, Everton's not going to be any easier uh, that following Friday. And then we play the, the lead leader or Southampton. Southampton. I'm not trying to brush over that game. I was just looking forward to the Carabao cup, maybe get that first silverware in the lock, you know? So I think, I think we can, if, if we manage a tie, that's okay. I think we have to go for the win. I think we can't play conservative. We got to yeah. throw the kitchen sink. I think Jose knows that. Jose has his legacy he's trying to protect. And I think Jose wants Champions League football next year. And I'm, um, you know, despite if we get that or not, I still believe he's going to be our manager uh, next year. I know that's not the topic we're on, but I'm just a little side note. Um, yeah. I mean, first, first thing is how much money it's going to cost to sack the man. And then, <laughs> After that, you got to say, like, are we any better? I mean, I brought this up on the live stream uh, with the Spurs guys that, you know, just because you got rid of Mauricio Pochettino didn't fix the problem that that Poch was talking about from the jump. Yep. Um, You know, if you have a bad apple, it's still going to spoil the bunch just because you got rid of the guy carrying the basket doesn't doesn't change that. You know what I mean? So to me, um. You know, the whole fire Jose, like that's going to solve the problems. I think you got to get out the players who seem like they don't care. And unfortunately, if you saw the shot during the game, it definitely looked like Gareth Bale, Deli Alley, Joe Hart. It didn't look like they were invested in what's going on in the field. And this is after yeah. they had gone up 1-0. This is right after that. And they're joking and laughing on the... They, it doesn't seem like they care. The only person that I didn't see smiling and laughing was Son. And Sonny has my heart. And... I just think that you got to get the problem out before you start saying like, "Oh, it's Jose's fault" or anything like that. But this Manchester United game,
0: my hopes are high, my expectations are low. I'll put it that way. Yeah. uh, As far as my eleven, take a look at this eleven from the six to one thrashing back back in twenty twenty. Okay. Um, you have Sun, Cannon, Lamella up top. Remember Lamella shit obviously with uh, Anthony Martial. Um, then you have Endom Baller with Pierre-Emile Um, And then actually Sissoko completed that midfield trio with uh, Reggie, Dyer, Sanchez, Aurier, and Lloris. So I'm, I, my 11 is actually pretty similar. I think it might be the same as yours. Um, I'm going Son Kane and Bale, bro, just like you. Um, you said Bale, right? Not yeah, Lamella? Yeah, I said Bale. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going Bale, man. Um, Son Kane, Bale up top. I think you got to go Endom Belle, Los Celso, and Hoybier again like you said, we don't have another left back. I refuse to watch Ben Davies anymore willingly. Um, so I'm going to go Reggie at left back and then I'm going to agree with you, man. Bring in Toby one Kenobi um, with, <laughs> with Joe Roden back in the center back pairing and then uh Tenganga at right back, bro. Um, actually, you know what I'm going to, that, that's the one thing I'm actually going to disagree with you on. Aurier had such a good game last time against United uh, he's coming off of international duty where he just balled out. I'm actually going to go Aurier at right back, which I actually think uh, Jose will start Aurier. and then obviously Hugo and Net, um, who are in who are in goal. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, I'm my expectations are not very high, but like you, my hopes are high. My my hopes are very high. Uh, we need a win, man. We need a win. We need um, points, bad. And we. Need I'm, I'm honestly, I, I think I'm going to be frustrated if we don't win. Honestly, because at this point you got to take advantage of these opportunities that we just missed against Newcastle. If we're not going to take advantage of the Newcastle games, then we need to step up in the big ones um, when it matters. So I was looking at the schedule, man. The reason why I am still hopeful that we can somehow muster a top four finish. uh, We already mentioned, you know, obviously Everton and Southampton. Um, We have the EFL cup, the Carabao cup final against city, obviously, but then to close out the season, Sheffield Leeds Wolves Villa again and then Leicester City um on the final day of the season yeah but i mean other than leicester man not exactly a tough schedule to end the season so i'm i am still hopeful for a top 4 finish Agreed. um but it starts right now man it's got to start this sunday it started um, last sunday set the unfortunately tone. yeah
1: and i mean that that's the mindset right it's just every game 3 points that's all you can think Hey, last game, it was supposed to be three points. It was one. At least it was one. There were chances there late in that game. It could have been no points. Um, So, yeah, I I think
0: our schedule favors our hopes um, and our desires. We're only three points out of fourth place, man. Only three points off of top four. Like, we're not not far behind, and there's a lot of games left. Here's the
1: thing. When we talked about this earlier, um, yes, we're three points off top four right now. But if West Ham beats Leicester before we play Manchester, we're six points off. So yeah. even if they tie, it's a now must we're four win, man. points off. So that's this is I'm a must-win game. You're, you're yeah. absolutely right. This is a must-win. We can't go home with. Well, I mean, we're staying at home. We can't
0: um, come away with from the game. Absolutely. Um, I think with that's nothing. That, if yeah. we lose, I'm going to be pissed. If we draw, I'm going to be disappointed if we win i'm going fucking berserk man oh my god i can't stand united
1: oh yeah i will be screaming what is it 9 30 hopefully my wife and baby up by then but yeah daddy will be screaming you can you can guarantee that i'm looking forward to it though um also just looking forward to continuing this pod with you man it's been a lot of
0: fun for sure episode two man episode two of many um yeah it's, it's been a blast man to be honest to share the mic with you on uh on a subject we love so much absolutely um but yeah, United this weekend, man. Um obviously up the lads. We 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 always want to wish them well. Um once again, we stand with Davinson Sanchez. Um we don't tolerate any racist abuse to any of our players or any player of that matter um on this podcast. But yeah, man, up the lads. Come on you freaking Spurs. Let's go, you Sunday. Spurs. Like we hey. we we need this win, man. Like we need to get back on track and like I said, we're in the home stretch of the season now. Not a tough final few games in the premier league but it starts now man it starts now
1: it does you're absolutely right i'm excited like i said um if anyone who's been listening this long knows um i'm a positive guy very positive person i try to always look half full um but it does it starts this sunday uh if we don't come away with three points i'm gonna have to reassess how much water is in that glass but (laughs) hey baby right now enough to stay hydrated so let's keep going um Definitely up the lads. Also, we've been trying to remain super active on social, YouTube. Uh, we haven't really gotten to the Instagram game yet, but that's not important. Um, appreciate any interactions, any new followers, listens, likes. Sharing it obviously helps. Um, also, just appreciate all the people reaching out to us and just wishing us good luck. You know, um, I think that that's, a, that that's big for us. I think as a, as a fan club, all we can do is try to unite um, each other. Over the love of Spurs, so up
0: the lads. Come on, you Spurs. Hey, today is to do, baby, always. Um, but, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Definitely want to echo what Jacob said. We appreciate all the listens that we can get, all of the feedback that you guys have been giving us. And, once again, um, follow us on social media, use Spurs of A on uh, – or is it U.S. of A or use Spurs? I think it's U.S. of A. Of A. The, the handle of A on is Twitter Spurs of A, yeah and uh definitely make sure to follow us there follow us on on spotify and any listens on spotify will be greatly appreciated and then obviously please subscribe to our youtube page um which will also be in the bio as well but also yeah, guys, comment tell, is, us, uh, tell us what you like what you didn't yeah, like tell us sure. thought our
1: opinions were shit let us know i mean we appreciate the banter i i, I always say any interactions a good interaction whether it is good <laughs> or bad so uh we welcome that and i
0: appreciate all feedback of course yes sir come on you Spurs until next time we'll talk to you after Man United I'm Michael Ramirez with Jacob Raven. we'll see you guys next time see ya. let's go gang, gang 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 let's go motherfucking gang